Hey everyone, what's going on? Before we start the podcast in proper, I just want to say a huge thanks to everyone who has supported the podcast since it's launched. It's been an overwhelming experience once again, and I'm super, super grateful for the support I've gotten so far. Thank you, and God bless. Hello everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of the Zen Center podcast. I'm your host, Tega, once again. Uh, I'll be talking to a very good friend of mine. Edmond, how are you doing today? Well, Tega, I'm great. Um, I'm actually feeling a little bit under the weather because I've been, I've been on medications all throughout last week. So I'm just like I'm recovering to get so, but I'm excited. It's football. I can never be sick of football. So I really want to, to get this started. So you've been ill for quite a while now. I hope you're, I hope you're taking um, the required medication and not just um, um, from the <laughs> uh, from the roadside. I hope you actually saw it just run some tests to make sure it's not herpes or something that's wrong with you. Tega, Tega, the Nigerian in me, all those are excessive, except uh, to be fair and to be honest, I did not go to a doctor. I did not run any tests to get. I I was feeling a little bit down since on Monday. I was trying to because I I, I had the ball sick. You get so I was like, I was able to my body be able to heal itself and recover on its own. Monday, Tuesday, by Wednesday, I was feeling a little bit okay. I was like, okay, I'm shaking, I'm shaking this off. But by Friday, it was, I was feeling down again, not down, down, but I wasn't feeling so good. So I'm like, okay, let me call my doctor. And my mother is my doctor. <laughs> I, I'm sure she does for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. She's, she was already overly prayer. But, but immediately, immediately she heard my voice. Before I even told that I'm, I'm not feeling too much, I was like, are you okay? You don't sound okay. And she was like, okay, go and take some, some buy some, some, some drugs. And I got that on Friday, and I've been feeling great since then. But yeah. my voice is a little bit, I don't know, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a catabi cough, my boy. But I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, glad to know you're okay. Mothers are always the best doctor, so um, glad to know that you're, 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 doing, you're, you're doing fine. Uh, let's let's move Sorry. into <laughs> let's move into uh, sports and football in proper. Um, the weekend there are lots of games uh, over the weekend in in every league, but we'll start with arguably like the biggest game of the weekend, which was Manchester City versus Arsenal, which ended three one in favor of Manchester City. Um, talk us through the game. What what, what do you feel? Uh, because I think it supports Arsenal. So what did you feel went wrong, and how do you, what do you feel about the game? Nothing went wrong. Nothing went wrong. It, it, it was just Arsenal played a better team. I, um, I'm an Arsenal fan, yeah. yeah. But, but, in this, but, but I knew there was no way we were going to beat Arsenal, not with the kind of defending that we do. Manchester City had, had lost midweek to Newcastle. We get 2-1 after scoring first. In, 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 I think his passes going in Premier League this season, Aguero. And they came back. Newcastle played a great game, came back to win, so... We were facing a, a, a wounded Manchester City and a wounded Guardiola. <laughs> so, so there was no way. I knew there was no way we were going to win. As a matter of fact, I triple captained Aguero in my FPL to tell you how confident I was that Man City was going to win. You get, uh, um, on the game, on the game itself, Man City were just too good. I mean, first half was a little bit balanced because Arsenal got a couple of openings, a couple of chances. Yeah. 
but but in the second half, there was no shot from Arsenal, no offside, no corner, no shot on target, no shot off target on Mas. <laughs> they did. I, I doubt they had a touch in, in Man City's box. That was how command in Man City were. Do you mean Man City were just? Do, do you mean uh, Mas now were playing United ball and, and that's sparking the bus? <laughs> try, this, try the second half. No, they, they were not. They could not just the come out. They went, they, they could not just come out. They had 46.7% possession, but nothing meaningful to do with it because there's there's a way Man City play, the positional play of, of the game that when they lose the ball, you can't make any meaningful openings with it. Yeah. They were just very, very brilliant. And from the beginning, from the formation, you could see that, you could see what Guardiola wanted to do, jump out the midfield. They had Fernandino, they had Goldohan, they had De Bruyne, they had um, David... Um, David Silva, all packed in the midfield. They even dropped Sane, the winger. Yeah. Showed that they wanted that midfield dominance. And that's now went to the 4-4-2, which is an attacking formation on paper because you have Alexander Lacazette and you have um, Abumayang. But yeah. there's well, no... what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. There's nobody creating. Ozzy's on the bench. Ramsey's on the bench. So, so who's going to create for them? Joby. <laughs> but, so, uh, or, or is, he, is it Gwanduzi? Or Gwanduzi? Uh, so, so it was, it's, it was a wrong, wrong, wrong personnel, personnel, um, 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 selection by Emery because when you put an, an attacking team, you need a creator and there was no creator in the game and they were overrun in the midfield. No creativity, nothing. They're just, the goal they scored was from, from a set piece. Yeah. You get. So, Master went better on the day, much better, well-deserved, thorough victory. The second goal was just the, was just the peak for me. <laughs> Scintillating football, beautiful football. It was one of my friends called me immediately the goal went, and I was like, guy, this is that I was laughing. It was brilliant for Master. Well, uh, t- talking about uh, tactics, because he touched on this, uh, I feel Arsenal players were always getting out, dragged out of position, and there was always space in behind for Manchester City to always attack. I um, attack because um, um, I always struggle to pronounce his name. The old guy you guys acquired from Juventus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have uh, Gwendausi and They were just always getting caught out of position with that midfield you talked about, with that um, passing of the ball. The way they were, the way you, the home. Um, Arsenal midfield line and defense line, especially the left back and the right back, but always be, being um, cut out of position was, uh, I think, was kudos to the way Manchester, Manchester City played. And, um, yeah, kudos to the way Manchester City played. Uh, Brilliant. I, I, when, I, when they were attacking, when they were attacking, they pushed, they, they pushed, um, it became like a three-man defense because one yes. guy talked in with, with um, 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 and, uh, Otamendi and um, Laporte. Yeah, Fernandinho was always... Uh, Fernandinho sometimes moved to the defense and went back to the midfield. So it's a, yeah, it was it was masterful from, from a masterclass from Guardiola. But um, it's it's for Ozil. Um, what I really what's happening with Ozil? You guys are um, are down um, two, um, by two goals. First, we are down by two one. Then Manchester scored again, which was three one. And Ozil is still not coming from the bench. I'm as in if Ozil doesn't come from the bench when guys are losing three one. So then what? Is the point of having him as a player for Arsenal? I think it's and it's very clear to a lot of people that the manager doesn't trust Ozil. Yeah. And when you don't have the manager's trust, he can't put you in a game. He, he, he didn't play against 
against um, Bournemouth, he, 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 you are not going to play against City. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So he, he sees Ozzy like a, like a, like a, I always say it on this podcast over time. He sees Ozzy like a, what's the word? Is this word? Luxury. <laughs> yes, a luxury player. You get. Yeah. is not. And and to be fair, to be fair to him, I I don't really blame because. Most of the time, Ozil has come in. Yeah, it's not. He's not creating so much chances. Yeah, he's not defending. So it's just like you're playing with ten men. You get, but a good manager should be able to find a way because Ozil is one of the best players now. Have you have to find a way to accommodate him in the team and put and 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 be able to make up for his deficiencies. Because if you look at Man City players, Man City players, they have yeah. good ones. He's a small player. You have David Silva, who is I'm yeah. sure if they should, you get what I'm saying, but, but I kind of feel, yes. I, I, I kind of feel this um, problem is not Ozil's problem, because I feel he, for me, he has no future at Arsenal, as far as the night, Emery remains the manager of Arsenal, he has no future, because it's, imagine it's what I'm saying, fight, that imagine going to fight Denis Suarez, why do you need Denis Suarez when you have Ozil? They don't, oh, two of them, I, I talked about that briefly on Twitter. I, I said I don't see the need for Dennis. What's he coming to do? We have Ramsey. We have Dennis Suarez. Who they are both similar kinds of players. You have Ozil there too. So what exactly does Dennis Suarez bring to the team? If they had gone gone ahead and, and signed a defender, yeah. quality defender, I said okay, yes. But come on, Dennis Suarez is very nil. When I'm I don't even know. I have no idea what I mean. I mean, he's actually spending on he's, he's spending on areas he does not need to spend because he needed he, he needed a defender because all his defender all his, all his senior defenders are kind of injured at the moment. He needed a winger, and he goes ahead and buys a Denis Suarez who plays the same thing Ozil does, and he also said Ramsey. So I, I, that's what I said for me. I don't think Ozil has the future at Arsenal. So as so one has to go, either Arsenal keeps on spending over three hundred thousand. On Ozzy's salary, or the sacking I Emery, because one has to go at this point because he's getting lots of money at Arsenal and resting at the bench doing nothing, and it's not his fault because he's not trusted by the coach. He's not trusted by the coach, and 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 to be fair, to be fair, it's what I'm saying. Una Emery always has this this issue of having clashes with big players in teams. Yes, not not the kind of clash that Mourinho has where. They have a public dispute because obviously they have a good. They always have a good. I see my PSG fell out with he fell out with Rabio. Yeah. None of that big for Monta or Super, but it is the issue with him. I don't know. I don't know what exactly he wants that Ozil is not doing. So it's difficult. But at the end of the day, Ozil has to play. He's receiving way too much money to be sitting on the bed. He has too much quality to be sitting on the bench. I can't imagine what a, a coach like Pep Guardiola would do with Messi Tuesday, man. It's going to be mad because Tuesday <laughs> definitely has the quality. In terms of a final ball, yeah. apart from Lino Messi, I think Ozil comes, comes close on a good day. You get so Ozil on a day, on, on his day, Ozil is one of the best, most creative that's in the world. So Emery has, a, has to find a way to. He just signed a new contract last season. Yeah. High wage, like you said before. So. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, 
let's 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 move let's move on to another uh, another game now because um that was the issue. I know it, it kind of around um, when I when I start thinking about it, it just it, I just feel as if I'm supporting us now. When I'm not, it doesn't actually concern me. So let's let's move on to another uh, an, an, another game at the moment. Let's talk about Chelsea. Uh, over the midweek, they lost Kanda lost it to Bournemouth five zero, and they went in in, in, in the weekend to keep on with five zero. So this is my definition of sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes shit. They played the EFL Cup. They blew with us and beat them on penalties. They go to Bournemouth and lose 4 0. They come at home to all this food and win 5 0. Why is Chelsea not a consistent team? Because it just surprises me. Well, I, I saw the. I didn't see the, the Bournemouth game, but I saw the highlights. Yeah. Well, I saw the Huddersfield game over the weekend and yeah. they were brilliant. But and on, 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 on Twitter, a lot of people were saying it's just Huddersfield, it's just Huddersfield. But man, yeah. you have to play it. Hazard was brilliant. Higuain's movement was that of a, the center for Chelsea has been crying for for a long time. Yeah, two goals were well taken goals. Kante was very good. Got to assists. Yeah. Um. Who again? David Luiz was exceptional. Also, against the both, they were just all over the place. Against I, I, that's what and, and it's, it's the issue that Sari is always talk, telling us that. These players are finding it difficult to be motivated. Yeah. So it's almost like they, they, they decide the day and the game they want to play and the day they want to turn up is what you are saying. So that that, that inconsistency is what Sari has has got to go go back to the dressing room. I, I heard after the Bournemouth trashing Fosri, which was thoroughly enjoyed by me. Of course, <laughs> I heard I heard I heard he he sent out the other officials, the other members of the yeah, he did. one. He was with the players for a whole 40, close to an hour, yeah. just talking. Only God knows what was said behind those doors. But those kind of meetings are needed because as, it, as, as a, club, a club like Chelsea, you can't go to Bournemouth and lose 4 zero. I think that's their heaviest defeat in the Premier League since 19... Yeah. 19, so, so you... you you can't go to Bournemouth and lose for 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 the reason acceptable. It is wrong. It's 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 wrong on so many levels. Yeah, but uh, but uh, in the, in the game in the game against Huddersfield, I think they were kind, they were fantastic. I um, I saw Iguain's performance and it just made me for really forget about Morata because you see his goals were well taken. He wasn't falling down unnecessarily. He was challenging defend. He was challenging defenders and he scored a very. A, I think he should actually win goal of the week for the goal he scored um, against the second goal. Yeah, yeah, the second, the second goal, goal which was, was brilliant, which was, oh, fun, which was oh. fantastic. Um, it seems it, to be. I, I feel it's nice to have a good striker now. True, it seems to be having a, a good a good partnership on on that day on the game. Yeah. He seems to be having a great partnership with Hazard. You get a little bit of link up plays. Couple of balls here and the ball, yeah. but 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 then again, how does field have been very poor this season? They've got only two two wins. Yeah, they've been, they've been a I bit watched strong. the game. I watched the game. I, I watched the game, and I felt my secondary school team will definitely <laughs> beat this <laughs> other team. Uh, well, and, and 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 when it was when it was just two zero, I was sweating. I, I don't know if you saw my tweet. I said. On a good day, the times of them Lampard, them Dorba, yeah. them Anelka, them Maluda, yeah. this game will, it will be up to seven or eight. Mm. You get and in the second half, Chelsea just turned it up a notch a little bit, and it was brilliant because all the streets were poor, very very poor. 
no uh, hate, we as, no attack play. Yes, yeah. as, as, a, as a Chelsea fan, myself, I feel it was nice to finally see, and I think I, I will be speaking for most Chelsea fans, it's nice to finally see Chelsea score goals because you watch Chelsea's game and you just see them sluggishly pass the ball, uh, they get to the final third and they are just slug, passing the ball very sluggishly, but at this time they're able to make quick passes and able to get five goals, and it, I think it, it was it was just from a, uh, being from a Chelsea being point was a very fantastic performance to score five goals. Um, yeah, it was, it was the corner. I do think now they can start getting more positive results and they will not be getting like do you think now that they've moved forward and they won't be getting those kind of performances they had against Bournemouth or do you think it will always reoccur once in a while? It's difficult to say today, it's very difficult to say because now you you you've won Bournemouth and you are saying you've turned the corner. I don't think we should we should start saying that you are playing master over at the weekend away from home, you are going to the Etihad. So I I I would I would, I would keep my assessment on after that game. I think after Man City, I think you guys have to Tottenham. I think. So, yeah, I do I do hope I do hope they um, turn the corner. But as I said, against Manchester City, which I say I feel Chelsea players are not very when it can, when it comes to facing the, the bigger teams, it, it doesn't. It doesn't take. It's, it's not. It's not always an issue. I, I think. But I think it's this. Small it's not always an issue. But, but you guys were terrible against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. It's not an issue. Yeah, yeah. That's one. That's one in the. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I do get that. But facing the bigger teams for just no. just these smaller teams that always give them problem. All right. Okay. So moving over to Manchester United. I mean. Over the weekend, they won an away game against Leicester City. They won goal to, to zero with Rashford scoring the, um, the very important goal. What do you feel about Manchester United's game in general? Uh, I thought they were very good. They were very good defensively, especially Bailey yeah. and Bailey and um, Lindelof were very good. De Gea too made some couple of great very good I, 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 The free kick was was absolutely. I was I was like wow. Every game week, this guy leaves us with saves that just <laughs> blows your mind. But 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 Pogba has been very good since Ole took over. Um, yes. um, what's his name? Rashford is He's finally proved, becoming. He? Yes, finally becoming the centre forward that so on and how did it? Yeah. But, no, it was in the running one time for Golden Ball, and a lot of match science fans like to compare with Mbappe, but. He's not yet at Mbappe's level, obviously, yeah. but he's, he's not far from 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 that because the, the the goal was brilliant. From I I watched the goal again today. I was watching the highlights, and yeah. the moment um, that Leicester player made the bad, bad wrong pass that took the ball to win, started making his run. You yeah. could see and that he didn't even look at the post. He didn't yes, and his, the first touch was brilliant. Obviously, he didn't even yeah. look at the goalkeeper or the post once. That's that's the striker that is playing with confidence. Six goals in his last eight games. Eight games. Yeah. All away, all, all away matches that um, has, 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 has only took over. So it's brilliant. I'm happy for him. I'm, I'm happy for for Kuba. But now they've left them six position finally. We know how lost. Yeah. Uh, but they have a couple of key key fixtures coming coming next. They have um, PSG in 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 after form this week. They have PSG in Champions League this week. They have Chelsea in the FA Cup. Then they yeah. have Liverpool in the League Cup consecutively. So I think we'll be able to to see how how their season is going to end by the time we are, we are done with those fixtures. But for now, they are doing very well. 
very very well. Um, uh, uh, I feel Rashford also he talked about Rashford. I feel it justified um, him starting starting over Lukaku. I mean, he uh, you know people are saying okay, Lukaku should be starting. Let should be like implementing Lukaku into the starting lineup now since uh, they can uh, since they have the PSG game coming over the weekend. Uh, they should rest Rashford and play Lukaku. But Rashford again, once again, shows he he, he deserves to start every game because because he, he scored the goal. And obviously, I think in the first half he missed before he scored that. But in his first, yes, he had the he had yeah, the similar chance which which he missed. And I think this is uh, the Rashford of um, the former time. If it was under Mario and you can see you can remember under Mario Rashford missed one opportunity and he would just keep on. Going, he had this kind of Morata. I'll compare his mentality to Morata in the sense that he misses one chance, and you know his his body frame just drops, and he doesn't have that confidence again. But under Sokje, he misses one chance, and you know that he still has the confidence to score. He got it, and the second chance immediately, and he still took his chances. Yes. So I feel yes, he yes. has that kind of. I confidence. think that confidence, that confidence is coming from from knowing the kind of manager that you have. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's good. It's good for him. It's good for me. I pre, I pre, I I, pre, I don't. I think I don't really like the kind of player that Lukaku is as a center forward. So if yeah. I'm a manager, every time I, when I play, when I play my PlayStation, and I I use my mm-hmm. Nintendo just to play, I yeah. always start Rashford. I prefer starting Rashford to Lukaku. So <laughs> I I cannot understand why people will. anyway. Before, it depends on. I can understand them saying you should get rested ahead of the PSG. Yeah. That would make sense. And they have one. Yeah. Um, Away from home at the weekend, so I think that would be a good, um, a perfect opportunity for Lukaku to to start. But Rashford obviously has to be um, the first choice centre forward. Exactly. Um, I think just to round up that game. I think Crystal City did not play badly in the, in the sense that they were not Crystal City's game. Or they were not poor, but they were just unlucky. No, they were not poor. They had they had after Manchester United um, scored. I don't think they had a very clear cut chance. I think Lukaku yeah. had the shot. Apart from that, it was all Leicester City. Yes. They played very well, and they did that too against Liverpool midweek, where they came from behind to to snatch it yeah, at field, and yeah. they they could have almost won it because they were very very good, very very good. So Leicester City, we all know, we all know what to expect from them: Vardy, Maguire, and the rest. So. Good game from them. They were just unlucky not to score. And of course, when you have David De Gea, the best goalkeeper in the world, in, yeah. as 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 the opposition, is is difficult. Uh, for for Tottenham, they were able to beat Newcastle one zero without Hurricane as because um, Hurricane is still as injured. And what do you think about Tottenham? Do you think it will be a three horse race come the end of the season? Because we keep on saying, and we always say during the podcast that we only have Manchester City and Liverpool. We only have Manchester City and Liverpool. But we, are we discounting Tottenham because gradually now at the moment, at the moment of recording this podcast, Liverpool are still playing one one with West Ham. So do you think if Liverpool keep dropping points and must let's say lose one more game and Tottenham can just find a way to struggle and win games and have Hurricane back, do you think it will be a three horse race come the end of the season? Or do you think Tottenham will eventually drop down and it will uh, it will be another we put pressure on them season for Tottenham? I'll say this and I'll say this once. I think we all, we all know what to expect from Tottenham. They always bottle it. They are the biggest bottling companies. Uh, I and 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 to be fair, to be fair, it's not just they are a very good team. No doubt, yeah. they are a very good team. Um, Pochettino has done a tremendous job, and you can see to, to show you that they are very good team. They are playing without Hurricane, their best 
player and, and yeah. Dele Ali, one of their best players, and they are still winning games. Yeah. Yeah, it was a struggle against Fulham midweek, but they managed to. Son, I think Son got the winner, yeah. nine minutes to. And against Newcastle, Son against Newcastle. Yeah, okay, then then Son again. So they will they will they will just be in and in and about that top two, top three. But they will, I don't think they are genuine because if okay, you saw their game against Chelsea at the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Chelsea, that's and that's going to be the issue when it comes to time to play the big boys, yeah. the likes of Man City, the likes of 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 Man United, the loss to Man United, the likes yeah. of Chelsea, the likes yeah. of Liverpool, the likes of even Arsenal, as shitty as Arsenal used to be. Arsenal beat them four two. Yeah. So I think that's that's always their issue. But beating the small teams is not a big problem for them. I think the fact that they are, they are unable to beat the big teams that's that's going to be their. Issues. I don't see them as being being a three 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 horse race. No, no. So uh, in, in the La Liga over the weekend, we will start with ba- ba- Barcelona. We had uh, yeah, Barcelona. It's all it's draw with Valencia with Messi coming to the rescue again. I mean, without Messi, what happens to Barcelona at this point? <laughs> without Messi, what happens to Barcelona? Guy, I can't answer that question. It was it was a very very funny picture because they went two goals down. Yeah. Um. Um. Guameros. Guamero, I scored scored um a first goal, which came from a foul. I think which yeah. was a foul on Messi, but the referee did not call it, which all makes me want to question the VR because apart from goals and offside and mm-hmm. red cards and yellow card, why not use the VR for little little fouls like that? Because that, in a way, has affected the game. But if you blow. A foul for Messi there. He's playing a free kick, which is most likely going to score, and it's a completely different ball game. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. But now we stand in Valencia. They, they were they were great. They, they scored. They scored the goal, and because the penalty after not too long after they scored, and then Barcelona were up against it after yeah. their midweek exertion against Villa, where I told you guys that they were going to win. They came back from two goals down to eight. A, a resounding six-one victory in the Cop, Cop, Copa del Rey with Messi, Coutinho, yeah. Suarez, all of them scoring. Even Roberto got got a goal. He gets uh, um, and saved the penalty. So that's that expanded in mid affected their performance. We had Busquets out from from suspension. You can when Busquets doesn't play, it it also it shows a lot in, in our game. You understand? So. But kudos to, to, to Messi. I mean, without him, where will we be? Without him, where will Barcelona be? So two, he, he scored the penalty and a second, second, a, a fine shot from, from outside the which was brilliant. So at, at the end of the day, though, at the end of the day, it wasn't a bad job because Atletico lost. So from five points, five points um, gap, we are now leading with six points. Yeah. Real Madrid came came on to win their game later, which but I don't really count them as being in the title race. <laughs> no, but, so so uh, I, I feel I feel Real Madrid just not very Madrid now because they won three zero, and then yeah, yeah Real Madrid at the moment and a very 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 good form. Uh, counting them out of the title race, I don't I, I don't think I would advise that for now because it it just depends on how you know we didn't expect Barcelona to draw points against Valencia. And uh, it just it just depends on what happens because if Madrid keep on this because Madrid is the period where Madrid is always on a good form. The, the Champions League is coming up. You know they are always going to they will start winning games. They want to retain that Cup um, Champions League um, trophy again. 
this is where they, they will be in a good spot. They are played Barcelona next in the Copa de Rey, and they are in a good spot. If they can beat Barca, let's say they are able to beat Barcelona in, in, in the mid in the El Clasico, they now have this psychological they, advantage. They, they will not be able to beat Barcelona in the El Clasico at the Camp Nou. They will not be able to take that. I can tell you that confidently. But then again, then again, yes, they are playing, they are playing well. They are keeping clean sheets now. Yeah. They are defending better. The Benzema is in the form of his life. Yeah. But, but eight points lead in, in, in La Liga. It's impossible to submit. It's impossible to, to overturn. Eight points plus, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't use a goal difference in La Liga. They use yeah. head to head. Head to head. They've already lost, they've lost head to head, head to head against Barcelona 5-1. Yeah. The first. So, so even if they win the, 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 their, their next game, they're not going to win it by 4-0. Even if they win the next Clasico in the league by 4-0, they're not yeah. going to win by 4-0. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's literally almost like 11 points because you're already losing to Barcelona head to head. And I don't just see them getting back. They, they can come close. Maybe they may cut it, cut it maybe 6-5, but to overturn and over, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Uh, since, since we're in Madrid, I mean, as I said earlier, Benzema is in a, on a very good form. But one thing I do not understand about um, Real Madrid and their fans is that Garibaldi came into the game in the second half and he, as, he was, as he was entering the game, he got booed again by Real Madrid fans. I don't know why it keeps happening. Why do they always attack? For me, I feel it's not, they always attack Garibaldi. I don't understand why it keeps being booed. Is it because it's not Spanish? Is it because it's from Britain? Or is it because he gets injured? Or is it because, I don't understand because I know Ronaldo also got booed when he was at uh, Real Madrid occasionally. Thank you very much. First of all, first of but all, but keeps happening. First of all, first he of doesn't all, get a break. First of all, those Real Madrid supporters they boo anybody. They booed Zidane when he played, and we're talking about as one of the greatest footballers ever. Yeah. They booed Cristiano Ronaldo, a player that has more goals than games plays for them. Yeah. So you can imagine their frustration with Bill. He's always not fit. He's always injured, and when he plays, he's so inconsistent. The guy has six goals in La Liga this season. Before, his excuse was Ronaldo was Ronaldo. The one holding him back. Yes. Ronaldo was the one holding him back. Ronaldo yes. is not there again to hold you back. But you, you are not performing. We can see now Benzema. Benzema is playing well. He's free. He doesn't have to be at the edge of the bus and want to look for Ronaldo to score. He can score goals yeah. by himself now. But, Bill, come on. You get, and when you are paying it, when, when you, you, it was one time the uh, highest, but most expensive player in the world, yes. and you are paying so much money for for a player of that of of of, of the kind of quality in court yeah. that you think you have. It's frustrating, so I can understand their frustration. Even myself, I'll be frustrated. But because think... he has not just he has not just lived up to his expectations at yeah. at Real Madrid. Most of the times, his forms are always up and down. Yeah, he can have a good game, have two good games, and. Before you know, he's injured. By the time he come back, he's trying to recover. So it's frustrating. And as a professional, you have to take care of yourself. Bill has to do so much, 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 much better. I, I, so I, I, bulls are justified. Bulls yeah. are very justified. To to build to build defense, I feel he's he always gets he always gets booed no matter what he does. In the Champions League final, he scored a fantastic overhead kick. I mean, he came to the match and changed the game. Scored to brilliant. Good for him. Good for good for him. Good for them. He has I, I feel I feel it's wrong. I feel it's so, so wrong. They should give him a break. So, so so because he scored a overhead kick in the Champions League final, he should not be booed when he's not performing. I just feel, I just feel he should be given a break. Guys, see if Ronaldo can be booed and Zidane can be booed, then 
if Bill is a nobody, you should deal with it. Um, okay, if, if you say so, but I do not agree with that opinion. I, I, I feel he should be given a break. Even if he gets a good, he should be allowed, not just when he enters the game and he, he, just, he just enters the game and they start with him. He hasn't touched the ball for crying out loud. He hasn't even had his first touch into the game and they just start with him. It's, 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 not, it's not right. Uh, we, we just talked about Ronaldo getting good. I mean, what's happening at Juventus? Um, they were knocked out of the Coppa Italia tournaments where they are a tournament where they are always dominating. They were knocked out embarrassingly by um, Atalanta and over the weekend now they they, they squandered two, a two goals lead to draw three to Parma. I mean they've not been playing let's let's just call it a spade a spade. They've not the Juventus has not been playing well and Ronaldo has always been coming to their rescue but the whole team has always been playing as a whole. Uh but now that they are they are it's not evident in the because it wasn't evident in their results. They were still grinding out to wins, two one wins, one zero wins. Now it's not it's, it's no longer evident in their results. Now they are out of the Coppa Italia. They are now drawing games to Parma. I mean, what's happening over here at Juventus? Well, I, I can't really say, but they are not playing very well. Like you said, they were trashed a thumping, a three three nil thumping in the cup, dumped out of the competition, <laughs> and and then then I know the that game against Parma good. <laughs> well, the game against Parma was was because I I was watching the game. I watched yeah. first half. By the first half, Ronaldo got a goal just towards the end. Parma, yeah. I was looking at Parma and thinking these guys will get white washed. Right, yeah. They will be spanked today. So I changed the channel. Yeah. But when I came back after some time, it was three one. I was like, ah, this game is over. But then the next thing you know, Jervino scored. I think uh, something. I mean, it's a of this footballer, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you could feel, you could just, if you watch again, you you would know that. Um, to be fair to Juventus, though, they changed their goalkeeper. Yeah. They changed a couple of personnel at the back. But the issue is they are not creating. True, true. They are not. They are. They, they are not controlling the game enough. Yeah. They are not controlling that, and and that's the fault of of the midfielders. I don't know what's happening there, but they are not controlling the game enough. They don't. They don't have good game management, which is. Very, very sad at this point in time for them because they are going to face Atletico. They are going yeah. to face Simeone and his, and his Viking Warriors. Yeah. And the, the Champions League is the competition that they desperately want to win. So they have to get their shit together before before that crucial time. I think it's next week. So yeah, because their whole their whole defense line is their whole defense line. Yeah, Bonucci is out. Cellini is out. They had to play Sani, yes. who barely plays a match, and they had to make a last minute. Uh, Emergency, they had to buy a uh, Martin Kakaris as an emergency option at the defense. I mean, if they are going to play Atletico Madrid, their defense, they need a miracle at their defensive line, honestly. Or, or they need their medical team to perform a miracle and bring those experienced PAG holders of defending. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way they are going to, are going to succeed. Uh, Inter Milan, what's happening at Inter Milan? Another struggling team. They've lost three matches consecutively. They're also out of the Coppa Italia. Uh, their, their manager, uh, Spalletti, has been under pressure for quite a while. Now. Uh, what's happening with Inter Milan? Because it's just... They are, not, they are not scoring enough goals. That's the problem. They, they, they can't seem to score. But they have they the card. They have the card, but these games that they've lost, Icardi hasn't been able to, to get a goal. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. So... They need to start creating better chances and, and, and finishing them. I think the Liverpool game is over now, 1-1. So that's more points 
dropped for Liverpool. For Liverpool, I mean, they are, we, they are bottling it, but we'll talk about them at the end. Let's just finish with Inter Milan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so the problem the problem with Inter Milan is not enough goals, not enough goals. They need yeah. to find a way to start scoring. They need to find a way to start scoring. Um, there are reports saying that Spalletti may be sacked, but I don't yes. think that's the best best solution. Best option. I don't think that's the best, that's the best option because you, you won't get too many top quality managers available at this point in time. So there, it, at, 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 there was a point where Champions League qualification looked like a sure certainty, but right now it's, it's shaky. They are already being dragged in the mix of a top four battle. So they have to just get their act together and, and go back to the basics. Okay, thinking about struggling teams now, uh, PSG finally lost. They're no unbeaten, no unbeaten season for them this year. Uh, to Lyon, two goals to one. Uh, uh, because we always we always talk about it and they go on being uh, a very a very easily for them to 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 just they can stroll and win the um, the league easily. And I'm I'm sure even them losing to to Lyon doesn't change the fact that they they won the league already. So uh, they're going to play Manchester United very soon. And we saw Sokjer in the stadium. What rejuvenated, rejuvenated Manchester United. Yeah, to to go watch PSG, and I think he'll be very happy seeing PSG finally lose. Do you feel when they when 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 it comes to um, the midfield when they need to play Manchester United? Do you feel they will be able to turn it up? Because now that, now they've lost a game, their confidence might be down. When they play Manchester United, do you feel they will be able to turn up turn up when they play them? It's going to be. It's going to be difficult, and that game is as as a, as a football fan is very difficult to call because when the draw was made in December, everybody saw it and said, "Okay, yeah." yeah. Man PSG have a seventy percent chance of qualifying. Manchester United yes. have three. That was under Mourinho, but now yeah. as with with Neymar's injury, the change in manager at Manchester United, their yeah. current form, it's a fifty-fifty game, and you cannot really say because somebody I saw, I saw on Twitter somebody saying something like. Um, uh, Ole uh, has he looks like a reincarnated Zinedine Zidane yeah. who may just go on to win the Champions League we don't know that yet but it's a possibility <laughs> and it can happen because they are playing so well yeah. and they can go on to beat PSG you get and, and the game in which they lost to Lyon I I, I think I've said it a, a couple of times on this yeah. podcast I think Lyon are the only team in, in Ligue 1 that can actually challenge PSG but the yeah. issue is the, the not them not being Consistent enough over a 38 league, um, league season, yeah. 38 league, league games. So to go on and, and win this, but on the one one on one game, they can, they can, and they've gone on to beat beat PSG. But it doesn't change the facts about PSG. They are have a comfortable lead at the top of League One. They they are playing well. Yeah. So they, they didn't play. They didn't play poorly. I I I didn't see the game, but I I think I watched the highlight. They didn't play. They had a couple of chances. They didn't play, play poorly. So they just have to get it right because if 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 they go on and, and lose to Manchester United again and, and eliminated in the round of sixteen Champions League, it's going to be a disaster, another disaster class. And because, so because I think that's why they sacked that's why they sacked tonight. And it wasn't performing for them and they brought in Dust and uh, Tuchel from Dortmund. So I do hope they can get to the next round uh, and not lose Manchester United for their own sake. Uh, True. I, I think I can't wait. I can't wait for the Champions League um, um, Champions League episode on, on on this podcast. I would love to see who you who you tip to go through. <laughs> oh, we'll, 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 we'll get we'll get to that um, over the weekend. Um, All right. 
Yeah, let's give a quick shout out to Monaco. They finally won again. So let let us <laughs> let us say hi Monaco. Finally, let you know it's, it's a big deal for Monaco to finally win again. So a quick shout out to Monaco and uh, Fabregas for helping them get three points. I mean, yeah, the celebration was overwhelming. I just want to give them five second shout out. Let's talk about Bayern Munich quickly. They lost over the weekend to Leverkusen. I mean, that was a very shocking one. I saw they took the lead and I was sure they were going to win the game, and they lost uh, at the end of the. They, they lost three ones to Leverkusen. And they've now slipped a further seven. They're not seven points behind Dortmund because Dortmund also drew to Frankfurt 1-1, uh, m- meaning Dortmund could not take, uh, take a, a more full advantage. Yes. Full advantage. Yes, full advantage of that loss. So um, do you think Bayern Munich can catch up with Dortmund? Or is this finally Dortmund's year again to win the league? It's looking like it's going to be Dortmund's year because Bayern Munich are overly inconsistent. Yeah. Get. When you win, anytime it looks like they are going to pick form and going to, you know, yeah. win, win a couple of games and just get back in, in it, they, yeah. a loss comes. You get, and they are going to face Liverpool in the Champions League. Let's leave the Champions League talk. But in yeah. terms of the, they are, they are overly, overly, like we said, they blow hot and they blow cold. One week they are very good. The next week they are mediocre. One yeah. week they are very good. The next week, so, so and Dortmund are looking very very nice at the moment. So it's looking like it's going to be Dortmund. I want it to be Dortmund here. I mean, Bayern Munich won the last six, I mean the last seven Bundesliga. Yeah, uh, so so we 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 we, we like it. An underdog story. Yeah. Um, so let's let's now talk about um because he talked about a bit. Let's talk about Liverpool. I mean, they bottled another match. So they are now three points. Yeah, Manchester United and uh, Manchester City rather. And our three uh, points um, are due to Liverpool. Um, what is happening at Liverpool? Do you think, though, again, do, do you think they can win the league? I've said it a couple of times and time. I'm trying to make you give your opinion. I'm trying to. I, I, I don't I, think. I, I don't. My opinion is not going to change. And I'm being proved right every week as 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 time is going. Because see, yeah, see, see, Tottenham, um, 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 Newcastle. Beat Man City, beat Man City, yeah. Yes. And I think um, Liverpool knew that. Yes. Because they played 24 hours later. Later. So, so you can see that the pressure obviously is getting to them because they know they have to win. You, you have a chance to go seven, seven points ahead of home, and then you go at home. You are playing. This. You have to win, man. But then you could see, you could see if you watch, if you watch the game, you could see yeah. that a little bit of they, they, they didn't know what to do. They were, whether it was down to Leicester City playing very, very well because Leicester City could have as well gone on to win the game. So that's what yeah. we're saying that the pressure is is starting to get to them little I mean, by little. Their manager, their manager at the end of because they don't. Their manager at the end of the game was blaming the snow against Leicester. He was imagine blaming the snow, blaming the wind, blaming the 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 unseen the unseen I mean, if 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 they had the cards, there was a cut at the at the this weekend. If they had the cards as Liverpool State on the place that I knew I knew Klopp would have blamed the cards for them dropping points. I mean I don't understand. Klopp Klopp seems to Blame literally everything but himself and his players. Good for him. That one's nobody's business. But the thing is that, like I said before, they don't have that experience here. That, yeah. that, that. You, you know, experience is always very, very key when you, when you, when you do. the only champion Premier League winner they have that team won it at Man City. That is James Milner. Yes. Because, so nobody to tell them, okay, 
this is how we are going. And Klopp himself is already, he has lost the last four league finals he has played in. Or lost the last four finals he has played in. We get the last time he won the title was with Dortmund many, many years ago. So, so, and now they are three points. They had a four point lead. They have cut down to three points now. Yeah. And, and they have not played Manchester United the way. They have to play, they have to welcome um, Tottenham at home. Yeah. Which other big team is remaining? They, I don't think they played Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. They have to play Chelsea at home. Yeah. So those are three big, three big games that will decide you get. Mm. Apart from the other small, small games like this one that they are expected to win again, I knew they were not going to win West Ham. So, guy, I don't see Liverpool winning. I don't see them winning. The pressure no. is just too much and they will just bottle it like sports. <laughs> uh, for, for Nigeria, let's talk about Nigeria for just a while. Uh, the under 20 Nations Cup is on and Nigeria won their first game 2 0 against Burundi. Uh, this is a tournament, under 20 tournament. We did not qualify in the last edition, but anytime you qualify, we are always going to the final, winning the competition. Um, we started the competition well this year, and this beating Burundi 2 0. Uh, do you think they can just go on to win the, the tournament? Oh, definitely. Nigeria are on a 20 level. At, at any level, apart from the main national team <laughs> level, are always very good. Yes, now, nah, yes. Uh, yes nah. they, are, they are always very good. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm saying the truth. Nigeria yeah. has any other level apart from the super, uh, apart from the, the real. So, are you saying they are cheating at the under 20 and under 17 level? I haven't said that. I think there are a lot of measures now put in place to yeah. make sure that yes. the ages of the players are. You get a lot of MRI tests yes. being done that you get. So that's not the issue. My issue is what happens to this set of players after they've won their World Cup. You get yeah. many years ago, I remember I watched this 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 was a championship I watched very well. The year yeah. Messi broke out. Yes. I think Aguero broke out to Yeah, that was it. We also had um um Obuke, um we had uh, Mikel. So um, let, let's just hope that this under-20 uh, Nations Cup, they can just um, win for the country. I mean, because the Nations Cup, the main Nations Cup will be starting later later this year. So let's hope these junior boys win this, then can also help and boost the senior team to win the main Nations Cup come the end of the season when they start it. Uh, Emiliano, um, Emiliano Saga, his players. They've finally been found. Um, I mean, it's a sad, it's a sad one. They, um, they said they found uh, a body in the plane. Uh, they, they, from the video wreckage, they were able to to um, uh, um, record. They found um, a, a body. It's just a sad ending. So um, a player who finally made his dream of to Cardiff City and was ready to play in the Premier League. Um, what are your thoughts on his um, on this sad situation? Guy, this whole story is a sad story because it's, it's just surprising and shocking. You get when 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 I heard the news that they say the plane disappeared, I was like, "How does the plane disappear?" You get, and then I was talking about it with one of my friends. I was like, yeah. guy, "That guy, that guy is gone." So, because they say at, at a point, it was one texting, yeah, texting some of his teammates that he doesn't feel safe. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So. It's just, it's just, it's just a sad 
sad, sad thing for himself, for the whole of football and his family, family most yeah. especially. You get his family. Yeah. I, I do hope. I, I, I do hope he, he uh, at least his body can be found. So he can, it can be a proper barrier for him. And, um, you know, so, um, it just everything goes on well with the burial. Um, the, the family can finally have closure. Um, it's just important for the football world, especially also, and his family, most especially his family. Um, that's what I think about that situation. Okay, so for the um, for the air classical now, when in extra time for the for, for the air classical, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Because I'm kind of head, um, I'm I'm kind of betting towards Real Madrid. Uh, at least not losing the game. What do you think? <laughs> the last time they played without Lionel Messi, it ended five one. You get so yeah. I don't see it ending any other way different. Obviously, it may, may not get as. It, yeah. may, it may not be a thumping because it's, it's going to be a little bit more competitive now because Real Madrid are in good form. Yeah, but it's still going to end up as a as a Barcelona victory. I don't see there's no two ways about it. Uh, Barcelona uh, have the antidote. They have the antidote for Real Madrid in knockout competitions. No, I think I over the over this past over this past three years that 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 Real Madrid have been winning the Champions League. It's just unfortunate that. They've not had to face Barcelona anytime because I think Barcelona were, were literally the only ones in that period that will have been able to stop them. So, uh, so, I feel, so with this with this coming one, Barcelona would Barcelona will scale through, no doubt in my mind. Uh, I think when Barcelona at home, right? For the first leg. Yeah, Barcelona at home. Uh, I'll go I'll, I'll go with I'll go with a two two draw for the match. I don't see I don't see that happening. I'll go with it. I'll go with but, the, the two two draw. But good time, Shari Madrid, they have the uh, Madrid derby by the weekend. They are playing Atletico going to the when yeah. um, uh, so, so it's going to be an interesting interesting time ahead. Uh, briefly talking about um, Atletico Madrid, I heard uh, Morata is at Atletico Madrid and bad things are beginning to happen. Uh, they were in the <laughs> competition right? and finally uh, Morata came. Yeah, Morata in and things are not going down well with 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 with. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just unfortunate because I heard they've not lost since October. Yeah, before before they lost to Real Betis over the weekend, and doing that after knowing that Asuna had, had dropped point, they had the opportunity to, to close it down to three points. Yeah, but they they, they flopped their lines. So quite of I thought like Griezmann hit the bar, Morata had a chance, he missed it. So I mean, we can't just blame it all on Morata. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, uh, over over the weekend we'll have uh, we'll have a Champions League uh, episode that will just mainly talk about the upcoming Champions League games for uh, over fixtures. The, I can't uh, wait! I can't wait for that. Uh, I want to see. Uh, we'll, we'll have. Um, we'll I think. Ha- I think. We'll, we should have um, Williams yeah. on the show there, so he will kind of bring his. Yeah, own Williams. Williams is always very good with predictions, so I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. Uh, I think you know, when you predict, I'll, I'll be I'll be making sure I'm writing this course down so I can post it on uh, my 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 betting ticket for this week. I don't normally <laughs> to make sure when he does all that, I'm writing his course and his predictions. So I think that's what every listener should also do. Uh, yeah, very I, important. Uh, are you are you are you a are you a pet guy? Do you, do you um, like do you like dogs, cats? 
It, mm, I don't like animals. See, Tiga, I yeah. don't like animals. The, the only animal I can tolerate is a dog, and dog has to be my dog. I don't tolerate my father's dog. I don't tolerate my neighbor's dog. I don't <laughs> like them coming close to me or touching me. I hate. See, Tiga, I hate all of them die. But so if if, if, if we had the cat, if you had the cat that entered the Premier League stadium this uh, over the weekend, you will definitely be running. <laughs> no, if you are my friend, if for starter, if you are my friend, I can't visit you if you keep cat as a friend. I can't stay in your place. I can't even come to your place. Yet. That's uh, I can't, if a cats are the worst. I hate I hate cats. <laughs> I don't I don't like dogs. I don't like dogs because I've had very very scary uh, experiences with them. I've had them lead Israel show me for like 200 meters. I was running. I was embarrassing myself on the road, running because of dogs were pursuing me. So anything that comes to pet, I do not even think about it. <laughs> no, dogs are dogs are dogs are tolerable. They are not violent. They are not get. But I don't just like them coming close to me. Okay, well, maybe when I'm finally ready, when I have my family, I can get a small white dog that doesn't grow big. No, I don't like the ones that are very big and be like, yeah. Edmund, thank you for coming on the show once again. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to you. Tomorrow is Ronaldo's birthday. All right, Edmund, thank you for coming on the show. Um, uh, I'll talk to you about the weekend with Williams and we'll dissect everything on the Champions League. All right, thank you so much. It's been thank you for the opportunity. I, I really appreciate. It. It's always nice talking sports with you. Uh, thank you, Edmund. I also enjoyed my time talking with you. Um, do take care of yourself and for your sickness. Make sure you you see a proper doctor after taking your poor medication. You go see a proper doctor to to run some tests on you because it might not just be malaria, it might be something else. <laughs> all right, all right, Doctor Tiga. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, bro. Take care. All right, thank you. And there you have it, guys. The first episode of the VN Center podcast concluded. I had a very fun chat once again with Edmond, and we spoke about various topics that happened throughout the week in the world of football. Um, you can follow the, you can follow the show on Twitter at View Center Pod, and you can follow the host also on Twitter at hashtag Tega. Thank you, and I'll speak to you guys on the special championship episode. Take care. Enjoy.